Welcome to the Women's Footy Podcast. I'm speaking to CJ. CJ, thank you for coming on and ask a few questions. This is, I suppose this is a bit of a behind the scenes Q&A, but <laughs> CJ. Very briefly, but you were talking about rehydration after a game, but before a game, which I find the hard, like one of the hardest things to do, especially in Darwin, is hydrating before a game and how long you should be hydrating, how you should be hydrating, whether you drink hydrolytes or you just stick with plain old water um but how, how yeah how much like how much should you be hydrating before a game yeah so it's really difficult to try and hydrate the day of if you haven't been hydrating so if you're dehydrated you're already starting behind the eight ball and good luck it's not going to be a fun game so yeah. hydrating is really something that needs to be chronic you need to be chronically hydrated so you need so what i would suggest is that all week I would be checking on your urine when you go to the toilet that it's clear as much as possible. As soon as it starts to go yellow, get that water in straight away. So yeah. yes, drinking water is going to be key. And I like to start my day with 500 mils to a litre of water. Litre is probably too much, but generally 500 mils is good. For some people, that might even be too much because your body becomes conditioned to it. So my body's conditioned now for half a litre of water. But if you think about it, you've been sleeping for the last eight or so hours and so you haven't been drinking and so you're starting your day dehydrated. So the first thing that I do and the first thing that I suggest everyone does, even if you don't play football, just any person, is to have a drink of water when you first wake up, at least one cup of 250 mil. If you can do 500, great. If you can do more than that, even better. But when you start out, I would suggest doing for a week, every morning, one cup. The second week, every morning, two cups. And then if you want to keep going, you can. You don't have to. But if you try and start drinking 500 mils or a litre, especially of water, when you first wake up, you'll be going to the toilet for the next three hours nonstop. So you need to kind of slowly build up. So that's the first thing is to start your morning every day with at least one glass of water. Then from there, continue to drink throughout the day and to help stay hydrated, get hydrated and stay hydrated, I would suggest eating um, water-rich foods. So things like anything that's green really, but particularly like lettuce is going to be key. If you're going to have fruit, fruits like watermelon are going to be great because they've got such high water content. If you're having salads, I've already mentioned the lettuce, but have cucumber in there. Cucumber is really high in water. So plenty of salad typically is going to be really good with getting your water in, intake yeah. up and maintaining a, a sufficient level of hydration. Because what happens in your body when you're dehydrated, your cells actually shrink and they shrivel. And so they start to look like a sultana. When they're hydrated, they become big and plump. And so that's what you want your cells to look like because that means that they're hydrated. And when they're hydrated, it allowed the most, the part of the cell impacted the most by hydration is the mitochondria. And the mitochondria in the cell is where ATP is produced. And ATP, adenosine triphosphate, is the short burst energy. So it is creating the energy that you're going to use for bench pressing for sprinting for any physical activity that you're going to be doing so you could say that by extension water actually gives you energy because it allows the mitochondria to function more optimally so with water 
yes, if you are sweating profusely in the tropics, particularly in a game of football, you may need to take something a little bit extra because you're going to be sweating out minerals. And the most important mineral is going to be magnesium. So some people are probably going to have to have a magnesium supplement. I would suggest at the first half of the NTFL season in particular that you are having a magnesium supplement every day no matter what. So in the afternoon before you go to training, for example, it might be a good time to have it. It could be at night. But I would be suggesting even in the morning, um, you know, if you're having your glass in the morning, but I'd be suggesting having a magnesium supplement every single day just to help keep that water into your body because magnesium is responsible for over 300 enzymatic reactions. It's more than any other mineral and your body doesn't store it it's excreted out and it's lost. So if you don't use it when it's put into the body, you, you're going to lose it. Yeah, so yeah. I like to have it before training. And then if it's a particularly hot day or you are going to training, then that's when I would always also suggest, particularly in build-up conditions for like the three months, the first three months of the NTFL season leading up to Christmas, is having a hydrolyte as well. So with those hydrolytes, you can have two tablets. I'd be taking two. So I would be having magnesium supplement um, just in water and then I'd be having the hydrolyte tablet in or, or two in a glass of water as well before training I'd probably be doing that maybe an hour before training just so it's not sitting in there right before you start training it's had an opportunity to be able to you know digest and absorb into the bloodstream and then I'd be doing the same thing in a game in a game when it comes to drinking I'm not a fan of sports drinks but what I am a fan of is any drink that's got some extra nutrients in it so i've already talked about magnesium supplement and hydrolyte what i would be suggesting to have at halftime and i've seen plenty of players do this is to have coconut water so if you can handle the taste some people don't like it but if you can handle the taste that's what i'd be drinking at halftime in a game so before a game before an, an hour before i do my usual regular routine of magnesium supplement have some hydrolyte and then at halftime, I would then have the coconut water. You can have some more hydrolyte again at halftime if you wanted to. Um, but throughout the, re the rest of the game, during the game, I would be trying to consume water as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's, I've yeah, never heard that. Maybe I'm going to try that this weekend too. Got some things to implement this weekend, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that's but cool. Let I me guess know how it goes. Follow up, I will, I will. Um, follow up question from, I guess, that gym split. Um, that when you answered my question there, obviously a lot of girls end up in the NT, you know, not ever, it's, it's can be really difficult to balance both football and life, especially when you, when you do work full time. And I know a lot of people in NT do shift work at hospitals and, and that kind of um, unpredictable, not so not stable is not the right word, but not so predictable work um, and shifts. How, how, how would you, do you have any advice on, on how to be trying to hit those, that in week, those in week milestones for game prep um, for, for those types of people that might just be having yeah, really up and down work schedules? Yeah. So I, again, like I said, I would focus on strength being the priority and so if you're going to a gym, it's going to be air conditioned. So it doesn't matter what time of day that you're going there. It doesn't need, matter if it's like middle of the day and it's super hot. Um, if they are, for example, working in the hospital, they're a nurse or a doctor, they're some kind of health worker like that and they've got different hours, then I would try to 
keep it the same as every day, the nine to five as possible. So it, it has to be what works for you, but I would suggest going straight after shift. It might be difficult. I don't do shift work, so it's hard for me to say, oh, just go and finish at 4 a.m. after an eight-hour shift and then go to the gym. <laughs> but if you could, that would be the best time to do it and then, you know, have your dinner and then go to sleep after that. Yeah. So anyone that's working shift work, I would try to back onto the end of my shift a gym session. Then in terms of the conditioning, I if it was, you know, middle of the day or not an ideal time of day, then I would look at doing stuff in the gym on a treadmill. It's not going to be as ideal as doing it out on a track or on the grass, but at least you're doing something. If, like, as I said, though, I would be focusing and prioritizing the strength stuff. So if not possible to do the conditioning stuff, then just leave it and do it in club training uh, when you can make it to that. But I would be suggesting to try and do some running on a treadmill and just lift the treadmill incline up to one or 2%, which is going to better resemble running on the road, for example, or running on a, on the ground, you know, grass, whatever, mm. pavement, because the ground doesn't normally move beneath you like it does on a treadmill. So the treadmill is doing some of the work for you. So you do need to increase the incline by one or 2%, to one or 2%, so that you are having to push off slightly and not just lift your foot up the belt moves underneath and you just put it back down again. So treadmill, it's, it's not ideal, but a treadmill could be the answer. Otherwise, if it's a speed endurance type session, you could transition that over to a bike session. You could do a hit session on the bike. Um, that's going to, again, it's not specific to playing football, but it's still going to be beneficial because you're going to get benefits um, physiologically in the body from that hit session on the bike. And it's also going to be primarily legs. So I wouldn't do it after the Wednesday but it's going to strengthen up your legs, which is going to be really key for football in terms of all the running that you're going to be doing, you know, the getting down, the getting up, the jumping and so on. Um, in terms of the speed, the agility, I would then just try to get that into the club training if that's not possible to be able to do that. Um, and then, of course, the pool. The pool should be fine to be able to do it any time of the day because it's the pool. But does that kind of answer your question for how you would change it for a – a youth worker, a youth worker for a um, shift worker. Yeah, like shift worker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think the it would just be really depending on what works for you. But yeah, it was more just if they could focus on one thing, what would that be? And if yeah, you answer that question being strength. So um, yeah, I think that's yeah. They're the, they're the main questions I have for you. <laughs> yeah. So if it's one thing, it's strength, and if it's one thing yeah. of strength, it's the Wednesday lower body compound lift for day. So that would yes. be the – that's where I'd start from. Focus with that and then go from there. But in terms of playing footy, you need to get that touch. You just walk around. I've interviewed a few people on this podcast and um, a couple of very handy NTFL coaches have said, Shannon Miller, um, your old <laughs> coach has been one of them. Um, yeah. Heidi Thompson has been another at uh, Waratah and um, and uh, um, at Pints as well. Ricky Nolan has also been another who said this is to just – grab a footy and walk around the footy and hand pass it to yourself and bounce it. The more you can bounce the football and get a feel for it both hands and hand pass it to yourself both hands, the better you'll feel for the football and the better that you'll be mm -hmm. at football. So at the end of the day, we can talk about all this fitness stuff, but you're playing football and so you still need to improve your skills in footy. So that's important. And then second most important thing is the fitness and that's where I would start is the lower body compound lift strength day on the Wednesday. Yeah, beautiful. 
thank you so much. <laughs> CJ, thank you so much for your time and asking these questions. Good luck. With no worries. Your thank you. Bye.